So let me get straight. Someone looked at you funny because you started talking about how people are holograms. Uh, am I correct in my... Uh... No, someone looked at me funny because I was talking about dandelions. Right. So I was sprinting today mm. and I sat between sprints and looked at dandelions and I just thought they're fucking like crazy. Yeah, clever, aren't they? Well, there's all those yellow leaves. Boom. A couple of days <laughs> later, it's all the fluffy stuff. Yeah. Two things I thought. This is how the conversation went. I thought I couldn't do what a mole does. Do you know what I mean? No, no so not yet. I couldn't. So I was saying to Well, Dean, I know that you couldn't know because you're not, you don't have the pause that they have. Ah, well, this was it. I said to Dean about dandelions. He looked at me as if I was stupid. I said, I cannot believe dandelions are a thing. I cannot believe yeah. they're like, it's awesome what they do. Yeah. And I said to him, like moles, because yeah. like moles live underground. Yeah. They're about an inch. They're smaller than you think moles. They're not <laughs> like ferrets. <laughs> no, no. no, they're tiny. Yeah. So, but they can have burrows underground the only time Brit humans have done that was like colditz and the great escape and all that i and couldn't tunnel i couldn't do so say you say to me now yeah there's a well no use your lawn you say to me go and be mole like go and dig go and dig a tunnel in I my couldn't, lawn under i my... couldn't do it no of course you couldn't i couldn't even make a start and a mole can i'll give you a shovel and see how long you took no you're being facetious so <laughs> i couldn't do what a mole does in your garden Okay. So that blew my mind. Okay. Then the next one was how weeds grow through concrete and tarmac. Yeah. If I was buried under concrete, I couldn't force my way up no, and a weed could. So anyway, I then said, because I think most people are holograms. Right. And Dean went, like, looked at me surprised. And okay, this is a struggle up until now, but it's taken no, no, another he's, step he, up. No, no, this was recognition. Okay. And Amelia said... Oh, yeah, my dad thinks that until you meet someone, they're a hologram. And then when you meet them, they become, they leave the simulation and they become real. And the reason it was, there was a guy outside the cafe walking a Yorkshire Terrier yeah. who three hours late, earlier when I'd been sprinting, stopped next to me on the common, literally next to me. Yeah. I obviously, that made him real. Three <laughs> hours later, he's yeah. walking the same dog. Right. I've, what, the no same Yorkshire way? Terrier is going to walk bloody three, three and a half hours. This is four miles away from where I saw him and he passed past the cafe. So he had stopped being hologram because I'd met him and he'd become real. Then Dean said, that's exactly what Lewis used to say, that right. people are holograms. Right. That's all I was saying. Right. That's all we've got time for, I'm afraid, today. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be a feature. <laughs> it was just like, you know. Yeah. I don't know what to life, say. I don't know in, what to in say. In life amazing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 76 of I'm Fine, a chat between myself, Damo, and someone who you'd want to have on your team, in your squad, side by side on the football terraces when the opposition's fans breach the defences looking for a bust up. <laughs> Mark. I can show you a video of that. <laughs> I'm still waiting to see it. I saw the panorama one you were on. Oh yeah, the panorama one. I'm just one. trying to spot you, but there's just so many thugs, the, I couldn't... The panorama one was an anti-climax, because <laughs> F-Troop's coach broke down. Oh, that's panorama right, yeah. covering that tram, it. Tram, tram, no, I want to uh, say Tram Millwall. Yeah. So this is a chat around the subjects of health, wealth, well-being, fitness, sport, BPD, DBT, ADD, CBT, and as many TLAs as we can muster. Mm. And get all those in order with your OCD. Oh, we have... Oh, I forgot that yeah. one. <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. We're all work in progress and this podcast is no exception. In short, it's a poke at our perfectly imperfect lives. If we can make just one person feel like they're not alone in all this... Mud. <laughs> Mudness. Mudness. Then yeah. our work here is done. Make sure you subscribe to us, tell a friend and follow us on Instagram. Just search for I'm Finecast. Any of those things would be great. Anything less than one is a poor show, to be fair. One of those things, I mean. All right. I think I say um, one star. <laughs> if you've made the effort to hear this bit, then uh, a little subscribe shouldn't be too much work. No. I thought that's fair. Yeah. Just pull your finger out. Mm. Push the button. Coming up, warm up and stretch, got our usual catch-ups. Uh, Work Life Ballet, we're taking a look at Mark's new funky framework that goes by the title of 68. Mm. <laughs> or, will be, or will be revealed, hopefully. Yeah. Are you, are you ready for that? Yeah. I've even got props. That's why I had it back to the car. Oh, okay. I've got me props. And in Brain Food, I'm um, going to have a little look, a quick look at fat loss and FOMO. 
They're nothing to do with each other, those things. Not in, the, in, in context of this, but okay. we'll come to that in a bit. So, so some fascinating um, statistics today on the link between COVID rates per million people or per 100,000 people mm. and obesity levels in the countries. Mm. There's been some really in-depth research and it's... It'll be ignored, will it, now? From... <laughs> it will be ignored, but it's, it was just interesting that some of the things around it have been, well, this country did worse because of lockdown or this country did worse because of this or because it had high... Yeah. urban populations or it had that and no it's one's like, gone this is these countries have done bad because they're all overweight yeah and they've looked at it now and it's like the mm. correlation is ridiculous it's like yeah. well how come vietnam's done so well well <laughs> you know yeah yeah there's your answer yeah mark you are looking serene and untouched showing no sign of the decay most men of your seniority demonstrate on a daily basis again what's your secret is it really just the body butter and collagen you lather on and eat in bucket loads or is there something else you're not telling us come on Come on, spill the beans. No, I think it's just those. Right. And my relaxed approach to life. Oh, right, yeah. That's it, that's Yeah, I keep forgetting. <laughs> um, so what's new with you? What's new with me? Hmm. Anything since I last saw you? I'll tell, tell you one thing. I, the more I listen to podcasts, I think podcasters... Are the way forward? No, I just oh. think they're walking cliches. Every podcaster does this, they go... <laughs> no shit. Welcome to episode 114. <gasps> We've done 140, and then halfway... Yeah, I do that. When we get to 50, 60, I go, oh. No, 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 but they do it. And then they go, God, have we really done that many? Or well, then they'll exactly forget. what I'm doing, Mark. What are you saying? But, These because are all the you're the cliche as well. <laughs> and they talk about the same shit that we do, and they have... Yeah, well... Yeah, it's... Yeah, we're, yeah, we're no better than them, are we? No, no worse. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. No, I can't really you, think what's... I can't really think of anything that... You trained today. I've done my sprinting. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the times of coming down they were what i told you they were the other day so yeah so yeah you're on track for some um, serious competitiveness this year aren't you that's all we're gonna one say day. isn't it one day one i'm day. not even saying this year i'm not gonna put any expectations up okay yeah we were talking about not telling anyone stuff weren't we which yeah. is a bit shit for content yeah you, is it? you hinted at it then i <laughs> saw a thing today that um, it was a uh, it was um, an article in i think it was a paper in ireland and it was about um holiday homes and how people are hating the people using the holiday home. Oh, and it right. Said, um, well, so, having like a second home. Yeah, thing. and it was in a, in a... It's saying the residents were up in arms and blah, blah, blah. Cool. And it went, Tony O'Hara, in brackets, who wishes to remain anonymous, said... <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> we hate them all. <laughs> and they published it. Brilliant. <laughs> like it. And as Dino would say, our fragrant sage, yeah. snitches get stitches. <laughs> yeah, that was Dean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's suffering. He's fresh. a little bit broken. Is he? Yeah. Oh, I did a bit of tennis today. So if you want to... Are you back you... doing that? Yeah, if you want to come back doing that. I've still got my, my bat in the uh, back of the car. Dino's got a pulled groin and a broke, near enough broken wrist. I'm sure it is broken and said, right. let's play tennis. It was... Has he been dealing with the snitches, has he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that what he's been doing? Well, he's been dealt with. Okay. But yeah, it wasn't It wasn't as competitive as our matches. Oh, I expect not. No, no insult there, Dino. <laughs> I got a little uh, bike update. I've been riding my bike this week, mm-hmm. as you've seen. As I've come, well, I haven't crashed into your garage door as I've turned up for training, no, so that no. that's a plus. You beep the horn as you turn oh, the indicators that was, off. That was embarrassing. I didn't mean to do that in your no. face because this was about what two minutes past seven in the morning, wasn't yeah. it? Stupidly, the the horn is right by the the indicator canceller, so I went to cancel that. Although it wasn't on my indicator, I went to cancel it and beeped in your face. No, your because face I'd noticed picture. I'd noticed that my neighbour's window was open. <laughs> That's that was pretty, my face. I just you just thought, winced. You kind of yeah. your head just went into your shell. <laughs> oh, we've had a bit of we've had a bit of neighbourly well, outrage. To do. Oh no! Oh, a big to do. What about with you? With Amelia. All oh, right. We've got a neighbour. So between us and the neighbour is probably a twelve foot wall. You've seen the wall. Yeah. The back. He manages to get to the top and peek over. Has he got long legs? What's he? <laughs> what was his? Yeah, long arms. He pulls himself up. <laughs> okay, right. Um, no, he just pulls himself up and and offers insults <laughs> to Amelia. Right, so basically up a ladder. I guess. Right. It's not a see-through wall, no. so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or someone's giving him a leg up. He was the right, one his that, wife's that, giving him a leg up. He was the one that, um, <laughs> he came round when we put in planning permission for the, the, the Studio, gym in the yeah, bottom of the yeah, garden, yeah. and it's, it's just a nice cedar. It's lovely, yeah. Yeah, it's just a small outbuilding. Yeah. And he said it, him and, and lots of people were outraged because it was spoiling the character of the village. Right. No one there's, can only, see. there's only two people that can see it, that neighbour and the yeah. neighbour the other side. But only if they're in their houses or they're on a ladder looking over the wall. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean, so he came in. Because it's only seven, eight foot high. Yeah. He came <laughs> in and um, he said, 
you can see into my property from that building. And I went, well, I can see into your property anyway. I just stand outside. I can still see yeah. into your property. Yeah, the to... view doesn't change yeah. by having it behind me. <laughs> so I facetiously said, unless I sit or stand on the, the roof, in which case I can see into your bedroom a bit better. <laughs> and I just meant that as a throwaway comment, like I'm not going to sit on the I roof. Mean, how could he take that any other way? Than so what he said was, he said, well, how big is this building? And, and he'd been to the, he'd put in a, um, a moan, um, <laughs> a objection. Yes, Your Honour. So I said to him, again facetiously, do you want me to build a scale model so you can see? <laughs> and he went, yeah. And I literally had some branches and I was going to do and I didn't. Right. But I felt also like saying like, no disrespect to you or your good lady wife, but I ain't watching you two getting jiggy with it on yeah. top of the roof or on the ground. Yeah. So anyway. Because I can hear you. <laughs> yeah. That's enough for me. It makes yeah. my stomach turn. <laughs> I've got a glass to the wall. Um. So anyway, he did that. He's just now done something about three times as big yeah. that isn't on his land. It's at the end of his land on the cul-de-sac. Right. It's oh, yes, I've seen. A, yeah, it's taken six months around. to build. Yes, I didn't put in any objection to that. Yeah, I anyway, I think Dean had put a few nettles in a little dustbin to burn off no. a bit of wastage. And the guy poked his head over and said, it's illegal to, to burn things in the summer. Is that right? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest to, to Dean. <laughs> well, that explains Dean's broken wrist. Right. Yeah. Okay. That, that explains. <laughs> We've come full circle. Yeah. Good on him. So deserved it. Yeah. Um. Well, of course, we don't condone violence of any of any nature, do we? No. To him, I would. Really? Mm. You can't say that. Am I cutting that out? No, he doesn't listen. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. That's not my way. Oh, well done. It's just basically going to say you're going to batter your neighbour. And it'd be absolutely acceptable because that's basically what you're saying. Mm. <laughs> I'll get yeah, it out. I'm going to stick by that. What I'm going to do is continually through this go, I would batter my neighbour. <laughs> you're going to be editing till three in the I'm morning. I'm just going to leave it in. Okay. You're going to have to live with that. Mm. Things I've learned on been on my bike. One. <laughs> Bees and flies sound amazing bouncing off my helmet. Yeah? Yeah. Like wonderful, actually. It's kind of a little... Obviously, bees make a bit, of a, a bit more of a thump. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's quite fun. Good, especially when you go down the lanes and go past the farms with all the kind of sewage. Yeah, it's good. Uh, but hitting a bee about forty mile an hour is something you know about. Mm. I think it's like we're, you're, we're talking visor down, are we? Oh yeah, no, I just mean sorry, but I mean hitting, oh, your body. hitting the torso. Okay, I think it's like good a, dog. Good, good dog. <laughs> good job. <laughs> Thanks. Good, yeah. good job. You do weight training then. Yes. Oh, it just bounced off my enormous pecs. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like I'm um, being hit with a paintball. Mm. Stings. But not like bee sting, you know. No. And um, not all bike, because you used to be one of we've, we've discussed mm-hmm. a motor spatch, motor spatch, <laughs> motor spatula. I can't yeah. try a motor spatula rider. Yeah. Um, not all bikers give you a friendly nod. No. I haven't worked out the ones that do and the ones that don't. I don't think there's any pattern. So some have given me a nod because I'm a learner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome um, to the fold. Yeah. Some have and some have just ignored me. Some learners have said hello. Some learners haven't. Some proper bikers haven't. Hmm. I can't work out what the something I noticed the other day. Have you noticed how a lot of driving instructors try and incorporate the red L into their logo? Yeah. And yeah. there was one famously in Bristol called El Paso. It's <laughs> genius. But um, it's just take me a while to get it. <laughs> but um there's also one called Keith's. And Keith has been able to incorporate an L into his E. <laughs> it's like... Oh, okay, the bottom, the bottom of the E. Yeah, just yeah. call yourself Larry or something. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> or Cleith. Cleith Van Damme. No. What? Van Cleef. There's a Van Cleef. Van Cleef. I don't know. Is there? No, I'll look it's it up. Probably an 18th century philosopher knowing you. No, no, I think it's... Um, anyway, we'll get back to it. Yeah, come on. Anyway, that was it, really. I got another one, but it's boring. Okay. I think you're bored. I'm saying. Oh, you enjoyed? No, 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 no. I'm enjoying that. You're enjoying the bike, anyway. Yeah, it's good. 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 Yeah, uh, I'm loving the repair shop. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to, I used to give it a bit of stick. Mm-hmm. And we have a mutual friend mm-hmm. who kind of um, gets upset when I mm-hmm. when I talk about the the repair shop in a well, disparaging you, I think you manner. More than one person, didn't you? With your oh, most likely with mm. my outrageous views, <laughs> <laughs> with my opinions. <laughs> but I'm actually going to like it, but I do have a love hate relationship with the reveal part of it. Because mm. I find it awkward. Mm-hmm. There's an awkward silence where they're all waiting for the recipient to cry. Yeah. And if they don't cry, they always go, so what would your late mother think of this if she were here today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to kind of get the, oh, yeah. oh, oh, and you can see I'm blubbing, you know. But you just want someone to go, cheers, thanks, looks mint, and walk yeah. off. You know? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah. Better than Timson's. Yeah, I've got, I'm in a row. <laughs> what do I owe you? <laughs> and then there's a fellow who came in and um, this week's one and bought in a box, um, 
a box containing pieces of wood that was the remains of an ornamental ship's wheel. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you see it? No, I don't watch it. And it was, they were completely unrecognisable, right? yeah. <laughs> this whole box. And just gave them the box. And this is how my brain works. I was just thinking, because then they, they do all the fixing up, wasn't mm. really watching. And anyway, the, the guy comes walking back mm. in front of the barn, walks mm. in, doesn't he? And in my head, all I want them to do is kind of take the blanket off, push the box of bits back over and go, <laughs> sorry, mate, nothing we could do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just love them to do that. Mark, do you fancy coming round on Sunday to watch the football with me? Do you, would you want to come out and play? Okay. You gave me that invite the other day. Yeah. I gave a lukewarm response. Yeah. Have you got plans? No, I don't have plans. You don't want to do it, do you? You're going to let me down live on the pod? No, I'm not going to let you down. Hmm. I just want to explain I was getting all excited. that my love for England <laughs> is is Well you're a Rovers fan. I mean you must hate football. <laughs> I actually said to someone, and this really pissed them off, I said I would rather Rovers got into the playoffs than England win the World Cup. And they went, That's ridiculous. I don't think that I, I just don't think don't that, get, I, don't... I just don't get England I'm fairly patriotic. And I'm fairly proud. Mm, but not when it comes to that. I just, bunch of I just, oh, I don't know. There's just that. It could be horrendous. I mean, on paper, from a fantasy football kind of perspective, I would say we've got the best team in the world. Mm-hmm. But we can't play for shit, can we? No. Together. I don't know what style we play. Well, we, have, we don't have one. That's the point. No. Well, the Germans come together. It doesn't matter. They're all over the world, the German players. Mm. They come back and they play their brand of football that yeah. all, they've all played yeah. since they were schoolboys. Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't know how we play. No. We just uh, no, and, and no, the, no one does until the the whistle goes on on, no. on Sunday too. And mentioning po- other podcasts, so I listened to Top Flight Time Machine, and they talked about what we talked about at Wait, how the last warm up match yeah. before the Euros, he played the people yeah, he the, had dropped the under eleven from the Euro squad. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you feel bad for them? And um, yes, well, that's what they were saying on this. He just doesn't want to upset anyone, Southgate. So he's picked four right-backs in his squad, and he played one of the right-backs at centre-back in the match against Romania, and that player isn't being kept in the squad. So the final warm-up match is someone he isn't even taking. So the whole point, the whole thing was a waste of time anyway, and then there's another two or three reasons to make it even more of a waste of time. Have Have you seen Southgate's Dear England missive? Dear what? He's written an open letter. What, to football? Yeah, what, to England? Dear football. Dear England. Oh, right. I'm sorry mm. about what's about to happen. Is that something like that? No, I'm just, uh, it's got a lot of really positive coverage. I'm not, I'm going to reread it. I don't know whether I'm just being over. Is it one cynical. of those rousing kind of, you know, speeches like Wolf of Wall Street kind of? A bit like we've all been through a hard time and jumpers for oh, goalposts. Oh, no, I don't think I can fucking read that. A, a lot of people no. who I think I've got a good opinion of going, this is really good. I like him. He just needs he just needs a little bit of aggression, doesn't he? I think he just needs a little bit of fight in him. Do you know mm. what I mean? I think, he's a, I think he's a good tactician and all that, but I think he just needs to put a rocket up a few of them, to be honest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so anyway, I mean, just a yes or no would have would have done, really. So, um, so yeah. Well, I'll but say yes. Then. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say, my thinking was, yeah. we could break your dominoes virginity couldn't we <laughs> what no you've I'm never not. had a dominoes have you no there's a reason why you it's two and one as well just, isn't it what two, what the dominoes logo two and one hold on let's get talk about logos you i was lifting weights the other day and you shoved a picture of kentucky fried chicken logo kfc logo yeah. in front of me go look look at the little body and i'm like what i'm trying to work i'm trying to work i'm trying to work on my body i'm trying <laughs> And you're just dicking around, showing me silly pictures on the internet. Have you seen KFC since? <laughs> no. So what it is for everybody I think just go and look at the logo. Look at the logo. And instead of it seeing as a little tie underneath right, Colonel Saunders, yeah. look upon it as his... Um, his little body. As his little it body. It is very funny. I will never unsee Domino's did um, a thing, didn't they? Free pizzas for life, basically, if you've got a tattoo. Did they? Mm. Right. I saw that today. You're gonna get, should we get a tattoo and have free pizzas for life? You don't have a tattoo, do you? Well, you have a tattoo and then... Oh, I mean... I hate the subject of tattoos. Okay, I'm going to talk about... So this is really difficult. No, I, don't hate I thought the this subject. was going to be a I nice kind of... subject. I sort you know, of really, really want a load of tattoos. Religious religious imagery, like the Virgin Mary. You do? Yeah, but I just keep bottling out. I've just do you know got what? I think you've got the body for drunk. it. Yeah. I just don't think you've got... I just don't think I'd carry it. No, and I don't know what it is. I'm saying this, and I don't know why you wouldn't be able to carry it. And you don't it. think the Virgin Mary either? I think you look good with whatever, really. I think okay. that'd look pretty mint. I'd like it like over the top. I just don't think it would suit you. I was thinking I could start on my thigh. 
you know, if you're battering a kind of football fan, then it might <laughs> it might be quite or a neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> it might be quite fitting, but I, I can't. Take a Virgin Mary to your I face. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't think it'll suit you. I don't know. Mm, could be wrong. I don't know. Well, I'll give it a go if I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Rub it no, out. I'm done. <laughs> Free pizza. Hey. <laughs> Um, I was thinking we could have we could have a meteor, you know, together. What? I was okay. getting excited. Well, I'll try, just it. I'll try it. You're just looking for content, I'll aren't just... you? Mark eats pizza shock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just wanted someone to hang out with. Fucking hell. It's, it's tough, P- tough P- crowd. Pizza for one, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on. Let's get on, Mark. So, work-life ballet. I'm going to push on today. Yeah, go, go, go. Go. So in the last pod, we were talking about self-soothing mm. and how basing around, you right? Yep. Is that someone at the door again? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like it. I've got yeah. my headphones on. I can, all I can hear is me booming in my ears. Don't knock There's a woman there. I know. She's, oh, she's the, talk about neighbours. Yeah. She's the mum of, open. <laughs> it's all right, she's deaf. She's, because um, I've asked her not to park in front of my drive and she still seems to, so she must mm. be deaf, right? Or, or ignorant, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, in the last part, we talked about self-soothing and how basing around the five senses can prove to be a good way of introducing strategies and tactics to help overwhelm and build nourishment into your daily routine, Mark. Mm. Do you remember? That's exactly word for what I said, yep. (laughs) Wasn't word for word? No. (laughs) Uh, We looked at, um, obviously, the set five senses, which I don't want to go through, but um, but what we did say we'd do is go away and make some conscious decisions, because that was a big key thing of all that, wasn't it? Whatever it is, about it being a very conscious decision. Yes. To include yes, yes, yes. to include something. Yeah. Because ordinarily we don't, mm-hmm. or we struggle to, mm-hmm. or, or or whatever. Um, or we forget, we get out of the habit, don't we, mm-hmm. of putting in the things we like. I don't mean to bang on about my bike, Mark. Mm-hmm. It is quite a big thing in my life. <laughs> but I mean, I'm enjoying all the senses that the bike is triggering, and I'm yeah. having to use. Yeah. Like every ounce of me, every fiber of me, when I'm on my bike, and I'm kind of enjoying that. That sense of connection with the machine and your immediate environment, mm-hmm. which you kind of don't get. You get desensitized in the car. Yeah kind of between a, a you know a, a bicycle and a, and a car which you know you don't feel alive on a bike necessarily but when you've got like an engine yes throbbing between <laughs> your legs <laughs> you know it's kind of it's such a sensory overload and even they make cars that are so comfortable now and i've, I've bought a car that's that can be fairly loud if you want it to yeah. be and i'd want that yeah so i drove a, a newer version of, of my car and it was boring yeah it was quiet i mean it was quiet it was comfortable it was like oh what a yawn fest mm. Mm. it's not everyone not everybody wants loud cars everyone wants road noise or those kind of things but but also the the environment in cars now is is the complete antithesis of bikes in terms that the the environment is almost like not a driving experience there's um no so there's heated seats heated it's taking you away from the thing you're doing yeah yeah which i find it's taking you back into your, well, so your front room yeah. yeah and i've never really understood that no, they've got massage seats as well now haven't they yeah. which is just like no, just drive the car. Well, it would be self-driving cars next, wouldn't it? Never things that stay on. in the lane on their own. Never catch on. But that is the thing that, you know, I, there's some things that are designed to help you. Like autom- I think automatic windscreen wipers are quite cool. Mm. Uh, automatic lights can be quite good because there's things you can forget. So, but other than that, they're kind of the, the idea of driving is such a sensory thing. Yeah. We're trying to dull it. And no wonder there's loads of accidents and people switch off. On the bike yesterday, two cars ahead of me. This woman just, we're in really slow traffic and she either just wasn't looking or I don't know what happened, she's on the phone or mm. she slipped off the clutch, smashed into a transit, the transit smashed into someone in front, mm. just wasn't, you know, we just switch off. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. I think I'm enjoying kind of going from pleasant and enjoyable to stressful and comfortable. Mm. Mm. The balance of that I'm kind of enjoying on the bike. Yeah. And I'm, I think I'm enjoying slowing down as well, not just planning the riding and what you're wearing. I guess how, how I guess how you wear it and, and the things you can take with you. Like when I come training, I've got to start planning and thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. about what to take with you've me. You've got to be a bit smarter, haven't you? It's, yeah. Yeah. And you've got to. I can't just get up and throw myself in the car and, and be two minutes late. I've got to get up earlier. And, and no, so it's kind of, into the car, the bike. Do you mean the, and the, the car normally? All right. But now I've got to get up a little bit earlier and kind yeah. of start thinking the routine and order of how things go on. Mm-hmm. A little bit like you and shampoo and your shampoo box. That yeah. kind of just these yeah. things I'm kind of thinking about and. And it takes you into a different place. So when you yeah, put on your coat or get your helmet ready, you you get into bike yeah. mode, don't you? It's, it's very ritualistic as well. Yeah, which I'm kind of liking. And then, um, and then a little bit of what you were talking about at the end was about helping other people. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had a weekend accidentally of helping two of my mates with some stuff. Yeah, which I kind of wasn't expecting, and it was good because I didn't have anywhere to go, didn't really have any expectations, and the kind of the whole weekend fold unfolded with me helping two groups of people out. Yeah. I'd normally have been annoyed mm-hmm. that I didn't get time for my own stuff, but yeah. it didn't bother me. So I kind of got a bit of a buzz out of that. Mm. Not to the point of it was it was soothing. Yeah. 
That's the point. I want to do that every every weekend. No. <laughs> I'm not a saint. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think I kind of understood the fact, you know, because it's not something I, I do, you know, I'm not. We've talked about this in parts before. I don't, I don't before not help I've... people, but no. I generally don't, you know, give, give all, you know, my weekend away to doing that yeah. necessarily. Yeah. But Sorry, what were you saying? No, no, no. About... We talked about it in po- but maybe about 50 pods ago. We said something when we've been talking about sort of charitable yeah. deeds. And you sort of looked yeah. at me as if to say, I've heard people do it. but I... <laughs> <laughs> Do they, but, do they yeah. know? <laughs> But yeah, I think it's, I think when we were talking about self-soothing, I think you actually, I think I asked you to cut a bit out, which I think you did, was that I didn't want to make it too big a thing about doing stuff for other people yes. as a self-soothing, because I, when I went back and thought about it, I thought... We're talking about ourselves, aren't we? Yeah. We're probably taking, being a little like, selfish. Yeah. But also, I don't think it necessarily comes under the heading of self-soothing. It's it's just, yeah. it's something that I would do. Yeah, for altruistic reasons. Is it going to be the same for everyone? Yeah, I think people don't self-soothe because they're probably helpful and like to be seen to be helping and like yeah. like to genuinely help mm. and probably neglect themselves. Yeah. I will use selfish in, in, in the way that I don't think it's a bad word. Yeah, just to kind of you look go. after yourself yeah. first. Yeah. So the natural step, next step to this, once you've identified the self-soothing that works for you, is to decide where and when you want to build in these actions. And to make another conscious decision so that it actually happens. Mm. And once it's in there and it's um, and there's kind of a, a positive feedback loop in there, then positive habits will form and stack. Yes. Is the theory. I mean, it's silly when you think about it. It's like, I like doing that. That thing makes me feel good. I'm going to stop doing it. <laughs> it doesn't make it. It's not rational, is it? No, no. But we do it, don't we? Mm. We, just, we just kind of quickly replace that for something that isn't going to be very good for us. We're weird, aren't we? Um, so you mentioned a mechanism a week or so ago yeah. that I thought was really cool, Good, actually. In fact, too cool to tell the world without getting it patented first. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. He's going around and going, how can we make money out of this? <laughs> You're just going to gift this to the world. Like some open source I'll still monetize code. it at some point. Um, um, I, th- I think why I wanted to share it was, I think, where I am at the moment. I think I'd like, I'd still like to develop this, but I think it'll develop better by being shared and people going, have you thought of this? Mm. I'd still like to take it forward. And I think it's the accountability that we've said before. I think if I share this and make myself accountable and you go, oh, next week, let us know how you've got on. Mm-hmm. So I'll show you how this has worked. What I didn't want to do is go, oh, I've come up with this idea. It's a very good idea. I'm shit at doing it. <laughs> yeah. But if everybody else takes it yeah, on, happy things will be fine. Yeah. So what it forced me to do in terms of accountability is think ahead to today. You had to say yeah. something. No, I, I think it, we, we need this to work. You need this to work for you. Yes. For people like you. Yes. The people that's otherwise do, do, do this already don't need this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, some things that seem so obvious, like I just said, that's so obvious to do. Yes. We just can't for whatever reason. Sometimes I'm sitting there going, I don't actually have a reason why I didn't do that. Mm. Apart from my just wallowing in my own shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's not that's not a good enough excuse. No. And I'm it? not a finisher either, so I can always go, well, I don't finish things. I come up with a great idea. Yeah. I don't have to actually see it through and do anything. Yeah. You've got people <laughs> I, to do I that I trained for you. with Wayne yesterday, and yeah. you know, because he's, um, when he sometimes goes to get the weights, he can't see it because the number of the weight is black on the black rubber of the dumbbell. Oh, yeah, but you've, you've changed all yeah, that. Yeah, but I haven't done them all. No, you haven't. Yeah, I did notice and Wayne that looked this week and, went, and I didn't make a comment because I was trying to... He said, some of them you've done the numbers, some of you've done the numbers yeah. and the kg, some you've done nothing at all. So I came down, you were just kind of little squirreling away, it looked like, you know, someone kind of engraving on the Champions <laughs> League trophy yeah. <laughs> with your little monocle in. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like quite a thing, I went, that looks really therapeutic. It was therapeutic yeah, and, and went, then yeah, I stopped it halfway stopped through. It, yeah. yeah. And I said, it'll take another year before I finish it. <laughs> it won't. No. Right. Well, following your model, these following things... Following are... my model, here's something I prepared earlier. That's why I had to rush back to the car. Got... So... Let me just pull out your shorts. A little present for you. So this is similar. I don't think it's the same as when I alluded to what I bought for Alicia. Yeah. So I bought this for you. Right. And I thought we can look at this and try it now and just see if it does have any effect. So that's what it is. Okay. So... It's um, some bliss... Crown chakra balancing essential oil blends. Yep. Are we going to get my chakra out on the yep. pod? We're going to. Shall I roll it on our? Are we? Roll it on our wrists. Okay. Can't get in it. No. <laughs> I'm stressed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Plastic. Hmm. No need for that, was there? No. Oh, I can smell it already. That's punchy. 
What's that little bit? More plastic. Sorry, I'm not. <laughs> I'm surrounded by plastic. I saw a thing today. It's okay. This really pissed me off. It said, um, it was on Twitter and it said, by 2050, yeah. scientists predict there'll be more plastic in the sea than fish. What the actual fuck does that mean? <laughs> Do you know have, what I mean? They, have they worked out the kind of the mass of every fish? Well, Do you know what I mean? How much water it's taking up? You know what well, I mean? there's microplastics, isn't there? And yeah. it's like, who's going to count either of them? Yeah. And by 2050, it's hardly... Oh, what does that mean? I don't know. You read it, though. And you <laughs> talked about it. It's done yeah. something. It's done something. Okay, what do you want me to do now? Rub that on your wrist. On my what? I don't oh. know what this one smells like. Do I have to That's have the little... Oh, it's got a little roller yeah. with it. That's yeah. cute. I would have to take that out. Mm-hmm. It's become very complicated. Yes, <laughs> isn't it? Guess I don't need much of it because it's pretty. You get, you're going to partake in a. Yeah. It smells like a spa. It does, doesn't it? Mm. It's nice. Got that. That you is just, decent. You just roll it on your nose. That's all you're going to be smelling now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Okay. So the point of doing that was the little intro that you gave now, uh, you just gave, I didn't know you were going to give, but this fits in perfectly. The element of what we spoke about before, I thought about afterwards. And it is the conscious self-care for me that makes the difference. If it's accidental self-care, then it's just coincidence or it's just happened or it hasn't had forethought. The fact that you do something for yourself, I think, adds to the value of what you've done. Like self-gifting? Yes, yes. Okay, because you don't accidentally buy yourself shit normally. (laughs) (laughs) You can on Amazon, it's easy to do, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oops, I didn't want 10 of those. Bloody <laughs> hell, what happened there? <laughs> Sorry. My idea for this was that putting that essential oil on now, mm. I haven't done the full reading of what it's meant to be, and I guess there's some subjectivity <laughs> oh, around it. someone going... Do not apply directly to skin. skin. <laughs> 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 Where did you get this from? It said made in Wuhan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's free from alcohol. At least, at least yeah. it's good for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So my thought was, this is an activity that our self-care isn't anything conscious. We, You make me a coffee, that's a ritual, but we don't do something to... We did that one bit of mindfulness once. Mm. Face scan. Face scan, mm. yeah. So I think my point is... And I can smell this. It's, it's lovely, actually. It is nice. Mm. It's like... I'm drifting away. <laughs> you were right about <laughs> the spa. It's almost... Mm. Yeah, that took... Well, <laughs> apart from you dealing with the me plastic. It took me. <laughs> that, that took no time at all. Yeah. It's already got benefits because the smell is nice. I don't know whether it's going to make me more chilled or not. In some ways, it doesn't matter. So the whole idea of 68 was based around, I was saying, as, as a not necessarily an average day for someone, but these times would cover most people's days, seven in the morning till midnight. I know people work shifts. I know not everyone stays up to midnight. But if I say about my day, my day would be covered from seven o'clock till midnight. During that time, what I do at the moment, I've got a small app. Um, that basically is an electronic diary. And in that, I put basically my sessions, my therapy, and I don't tend to travel very much, but if I'm going to do an activity, I'll travel what time I'm leaving. Mm. It's called a calendar. It's called a calendar. Let's just gloss over that. (laughs) You said that this week. I was dying inside. (laughs) Do you think I overthunk it? (laughs) So for listeners out there... You're totally in the zone. Carry on. I just couldn't read myself. Listeners out there, yes, it's now called a calendar. They'll be available soon on a smartphone near you yeah i won't be able to tell you what date because it hasn't been invented yet so yeah so okay (laughs) so basically i list what i'm gonna do yeah yeah what i don't list is any element of the Mm self-care so i might list occasionally i might think about it and go i'm going to do yoga I'm going to do mindfulness and occasionally it'll get put in, but very, very rarely. Mm. Sorry, the 68, you're going to come to the 68. Yeah, sorry, 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 you're right. Yeah. So because of my fascination with figures, I thought the best way of segmenting the day is into quarter hour slots. Yeah. And the reason being, rather than doing it just on the hour and a half hours, that if you have a quarter hour and you're going to devote something to self-care, quite often it'll be something that won't necessarily take a big period of time. So the 68 is how many quarter hours there are between seven and midnight. The number just sort of stuck Mm, in. mm. So what I'm going to try and develop is two things. One is the whole notion of the self-soothing box, which I said before that I didn't do. Yeah. And that is to give me, if you like, the ammunition for Mm self-soothing. And until the box is populated, I don't think I'm going to 
fully grasps what the self-soothing is. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned to you I've got my little pebble. Yes, I've got do. an essential oil. Mm-hmm. I've got a photograph of my dad when he was young. So what I'm going to try and do is through this discussion and for maybe looking around is think what else needs to be in that as my ammunition that if I'm going to self-care, I can just grab it. Yeah. Oh, I think we mentioned so candle, candles. candles yeah. are in there, yeah. What I'm going to try and do is when I do my, as you call it, calendar. <laughs> I'm so going just a working to, title of a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put self-care next to that activity. Now, it won't be every time I'm going to yes. do something. You're it's going to have 68 no. ele- you know, examples of self-care, are you? But what it'll be is where there's elements. So this was a key example today, mm. putting an essential oil on, having that nice smell while we're doing it Mm. is a positive act of self-care so what i was intending to do is that if something is you know if i'm training you from say seven to eight 655 or 659 or whatever would be put down as the element of self-care that i might introduce if it's going to be something that's going to take longer then it'll be one of the the 68 segments if you like but what i'm going to do is actively write down that self-care So when I'm putting in the activity, I will say, is there some element of self-care that I can put in here? Or is it just ridiculous? You're going to be too busy. From your physical box of tricks? Yes. Or your non-physical? I guess they can be non-physical. They can be actions, can't they? They don't have to be physical things that you interact with. So if I'm writing in two o'clock going for a walk, which Mm. in itself could be self-care, I might just write at the start of that, take pebble Mm. and have pebble in my hands that will just provide some sensory self-care whilst I'm on my walk Mm. or it might be for example that if I'm going to meditate at night it might be you're going to meditate at 11 o'clock make sure you put your candle on Mm. what I'm saying is is that introducing those self-cares as a conscious thing is going to be a constant reminder that you're thinking of yourself and your own well-being Mm -hmm. whereas I look at the calendar at the moment and all it is is stuff that I have to do it's my job it's my therapy Mm -hmm. it's driving somewhere there's there's nothing listed there's nothing written down that says this is for you but i think the way it'll be integrated means that it isn't really an added extra it's going to take that took you know next time we come if we put those essential oils on that's 10 seconds i don't think we can do this without that now (laughs) no it's going to be yeah (laughs) but i think there's about 12 of those so we could go through you're you're after your aftershave is still overpowering it (laughs) there's nothing that could quite take that on (laughs) but I'm aware of this. This is strong stuff, isn't it's it? Good. I did put them a lot on. It talks about the chakras, but I don't know which one it's, um, it's trying to balance. Which one of my seven chakras? There are seven, and this is oh, the is it balancing my seventh one? Which I guess is, is bliss. The seventh and top chakra is known as the crown. Yeah, this is called oh, the crown. Oh, that's why it's purple. It's the purple. It's the thing on that guy's head there. Yeah, and it's, got, and it's called the crown as well. It says crown on it. Yeah. The oh, clues it. are there if you look hard enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's about all there is, really. I don't think it's, it's meant to be complicated. It's. I think the shout out or the takeaway is to go to you guys listening. How about introducing three or four self-care, but mm. actively doing it, going away and saying what is going to make me feel. And you just use our examples, maybe the essential yeah. And then what I think we can do is just refer back to this. And if we add something, mm. I know one or two of the things that people add is particular foods mm. or just something you know you know maybe going on a car trip and taking a certain boiled sweet that just reminds you of yeah because i've been buying a few retro sweets recently and the sort of you know the yeah. the soft bananas and the shrimps and all that, that sort yeah. of thing and food can take you back to certain times in your that's life. going in your box as well so basically your box is just full of sugar now is it but <laughs> <laughs> well, i kind of like the, the the thing that i kind of really liked about this was the breaking down of of the time as well because i think mm-hmm. that's a real benefit mm. i think things can be overwhelming you look at your diary and just like, oh my god perfectly for the small steps as well yes, where I'm going. Yes. so you break things down it's amazing what you can get done in 30 seconds in one minute mm. let alone 15 mm. minutes mm. but why do you put an hour in for a meeting mm. it's not going to take that mm. get into the habits of the there's small things that you can do that have a disproportionate you know mm. value add mm. to your to your life and i kind of like the idea of this doesn't have to be heavy no this can be you do this can be one thing you do and it doesn't have to be tangible which going back to the 15 minutes which i mm. think is a good point please you brought it up was that i know amelia wrote an email i don't know if you're on her email no she I'm does not, no. sort of about three I mean, yes <laughs> she does about three a week right. yeah. um a little bit similar to the james smith ones oh, yeah yeah 
Um, and she did one about the impact of social media. And she basically, I think, around accountability said, right, I'm going to, between this time and this time, I'm, it's all going. And Mila does spend a lot of time on social media. Yeah. And Dean's done the same and saying he's finding it mm. really helpful not to have that pressure. Yeah, I'm trying to limit myself, but with the way I was doing it with the 68 was going, if I'm writing my, my, my diary for the day, and I know, for example, at the beginning of the day, I quite often do look at social media, mm. then just have a 15-minute slot. Yeah. yeah. And then that's when I don't deep dive into Twitter if I've only got 15 minutes. So one of the 68 will be... Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite a nice thing to... If I've had a busy day, which isn't very often at the moment, um, <laughs> and you get home and you kind of go, well, I haven't looked at... It's actually quite nice to kind of have a little bit of just five, 10 minutes, just yes. catching up on stuff. Yeah. So it feels like, again, that feels like a bit of a reward. Yeah. Your compulsion loop and your dopamine hit. Yeah. You have that as a treat. But also the treat is, I think, maybe authenticated by the fact you've gone, I'm allowing myself 15 minutes. Yes. I'm not going to feel guilty. Mm. I'm not deep diving into no, I think that's a really good... hours of Twitter. Yeah. But I deserve this because I need to, yeah, know, I, I want to do it. No, that, you know, the, the same when people go, oh, just make time. And that can be really frustrating to hear. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to pull it out of my ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> but we all have the same amount of hours in the day. That's why everyone kind of looks at entrepreneurs and go, how have they been so successful? You mm. know, have they, do they get 48 hours in a day? Mm. It's like they don't, mm. but it's about just about being smarter, isn't it? Yeah. With, with, with your time. That's good. Well, we'll report back that's next. It. Yeah. It's very simple. It's not, that's it. Yes. Yeah. You're doing t-shirts on kind of printed books. Well, what, what's with the, the 68? Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it just the 60? And I think it needs more of a bid. Should I work on the kind of, you know, the marketing? You said you like the number though, didn't you? No, I do like the number. Okay. Yeah. I think it needs something before it, like the... <laughs> i've got a couple of things that i thought i'd i've spotted in my book mm -hmm. in men's health that i wanted to share with you and uh, to see what you your thought of it mark actually just while you're finding the page thing i like about magpies they can hop or walk they can choose which of the two they do right so most birds no yes no magpies are the only ones that can yes <laughs> Don't argue with that face. So sound advice for fat loss. I thought this was an interesting thing. I'll read it to you. Mm -hmm. Don't let a re your return to noisy urban life put a dampener on your health. Dial down the risks with a rural staycation. I'll explain. It says here, back to work, weight gain. Talk about weight gain after mm. kind of, as we say, if someone's had a good lockdown, mm. they would probably put it on a few pounds. Yeah. It says back to work, weight gain isn't just an, an inevitable consequence of PE with Joe ending. Multiple studies have linked urban noise pollution with adverse health outcomes. Mm -hmm. According to a study in the Environmental Health Perspectives Journal, higher 24-hour noise levels are associated with an increased risk of depressive symptoms. Mm -hmm. Heard about that? Kind no. of noise and... I do know people with autism have much higher perception of noise and it can be very... Mm. You know, on the autistic okay. spectrum, okay. noise, they, in, in they hear... Yeah, but they hear all the different bits of the noise. Right, okay. Um, so another paper linked daytime clamour to poorer heart health. More recently, a study by the University of Oxford warned of the correlation between traffic noise and waist circumference. Mm -hmm. For every extra 10 decibels of sound, participants in the study had a 2% increased risk of obesity, even when accounting for diet and exercise. Scientists posit that stress is to blame. Chronically high cortisol triggers enzymes that instruct your fat cells to grow. I think I've been telling everybody this. You. Mm. The antidote, swerve any planned city breaks and book in a countryside staycation, which sounds obvious, kind of get into the yeah, quiet. Yeah. And I think people like, we talk about getting into nature and stuff. I mean, it feels like a natural one, doesn't it? Get away from the city. Yeah. Kind of, it's, not on a, it's a bit of a no-brainer. It will bring stress back to a baseline and breathe new life into your training. Researchers at the University of East Anglia found that spending time in the peace and quiet of nature not only lowers salivary? Salivary. Salivary. Lowers salivary cortisol levels, a key marker of anxiety, but also reduces diastolic blood pressure yeah. and improves sleep duration. Until then, a good set of noise cancellers wouldn't go amiss. You start to read it and you go, hey, what? This is all good. And you go, oh, okay. Yeah, that kind of, that kind of makes sense, the, doesn't the, it? The cortisol thing, everybody who's listening to this, who I train, who I've been talking about cortisol for men and women. We have, we have talked, it feels like we've, we've always talked about it on the, and it's all come out the back of the other thing, the main thing that we were talking about, does it feel like we've actually focused? We on might it? not have on here, but like so literally, we... I've been sending articles to people because I'm in a, I'm in a strange situation myself, just in terms of looking at what you've just read. Mm. So a while ago, I bulked because I wanted to get bigger, got up to twelve stone. 
Yes. And what's happened that is, is... That was a struggle at the time. Yeah. It? And I've now stopped bulking, mm. but I'm maintaining that 12 stone, which is a little bit surprising to me mm. because I'm not... It took it took quite a lot of time to put the weight on. Yeah. And because I'm not eating brilliantly at the moment... You think it would just be coming off. I thought it would just start coming off. Now I've started training again. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd start to see reduction. Yeah. I haven't. I still weigh the same. My body shape has changed to the fact that I am now very aware that my body shape is not how I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel that my area around my abs, my stomach, isn't, and this isn't a vanity thing, I don't, I, it is carrying a lot of fat. And I think mm-hmm. that is to do with cortisol production. So I'm now looking at whether... Because you say, well, I'm doing all the other things right, eating okay, yeah. working out. yeah. So in theory, yeah, and it I'm sh- not dieting. Be. I'm not trying to lose and you weight. Know what, per se, and but you know what your efforts produce. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not, burning not about two and a half thousand calories a day. I'm not eating anywhere near. So I should be losing weight, and I'm not losing weight. Yeah. So I'm suddenly recognizing that with some of my clients, that the whole thing. Well, if you're in calorie deficit of three and a half thousand calories, mm. you'll lose a pound of fat. Yeah might not be as simplistic as it sounds because there are other things besides calories which can cause mm-hmm. you to hold on to fat, yeah. which is exactly what you're saying yeah. there, yeah. that a more stressful environment. Mm. And as you say, that's really and worth guess, pointing yeah. out because everybody's been stuck where they are. And if you are stuck in, yeah. in an urban landscape... I guess you know, the traffic is increasing, noise level, you're going back yeah. into the office, probably more stressful, it's, yeah. it's noisy outside. Mm. It's all the things you probably don't think, you probably think, oh, that's noisy, but the hub of life but you probably don't realize yeah. really what how it's just getting to you every day i think noise is one of the sort of it's one of the catalysts for the cortisol i don't think noise makes you fat but it's the link <laughs> between no, yeah that's the effect it has on your body and then how yeah. your body reacts to yes, to holding on to absolutely. fat yeah yeah that's interesting maybe she kind of look at a cortisol it didn't i paid more. for it and it didn't get done on me what's it i should have gone back and complained but yeah it's not like you nope the, the blood test one mm. we did the other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, very quickly, was FOMO, or fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, the uh, it's not quite a TLA, it's a FLA, four-letter acronym. This is from a little piece in the same Men's Health by Dr. Gregory Scott Brown, psychiatrist uh, and the founder of the and director of the Centre for Green Psychiatry in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Hello, America. <laughs> FOMO isn't an official psychiatric diagnosis but it may as well be. I hear patients describe symptoms of it all the time. It can be defined as a sense that you always have to be connected or plugged into what's happening around you. And when you're not, you feel like you're falling behind in life or at work. I mean, you were just talking about Dean and Amelia in terms of Mm. dialing down the, the socials, right? At its roots, FOMO is about our innate drive to compete. The need is always to live up to expectations, to perform and to be in the know and can make anyone feel anxious. FOMO isn't all bad. Some studies show that risk-seeking behaviour, such as taking out a loan to start a business or going for more reps in the gym, is more likely to occur when you see people around you taking similar risks. Yet you may also be more motivated to actually get out and do things when you see social media posts by friends who are Mm -hmm. doing it too, even if it's just going for a long hike. Scans have shown that a part of the brain called the ventral striatum, uh, which plays a role in pleasure and reward, lights up like a firefly when we outperform someone else. But if your performance is giving you anxiety, it might be time to drop the comparisons with everyone else and focus on outperforming yourself. And you've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what you're doing in Mm -hmm. your sprinting now. It says, this guy says here, I have a friend who makes sure that every year on his birthday, he is bench pressing more than he did the year before. That way, it doesn't matter how much the others in the gym are lifting. This mindset can actually shift any fear of missing out on what's going on around you to the fear of missing out on living your best, most anxiety-free life. And that's one kind of FOMO that's worth having. I didn't think that was going to be quite as relevant as what we've been talking about, but I think it is. Mm. I think especially on the motivational thing, yeah. As you know, I'm not that, I don't think I'm really that competitive at all, but I'm very competitive with myself. And we've seen that th- this week, wasn't it? You were, you take more of an interest in how much you're lifting and you know on that back exercise this week you lifted, the, yeah. I think, the most you'd ever lifted. And that yeah. was, it doesn't, as you say, it doesn't matter. No. And I said what I lifted, not as like, oh, look at me, yeah. but it was like to give you some sort of idea that yeah. you're in the ballpark of, yeah. but it's more important that you lifted more than you lifted a month ago. Yeah. So my fear of missing out would be seeing someone kind of trying to outperform themselves. Mm. That's something I'd want to be, I'd want to do for me. 
Yeah. So it works, isn't it? It's yeah. not, oh, I'm not lifting as much and, and destroying yourself if you don't. I think that's the beauty of sprinting. It's, it's, it must be the pure, there's quite a, a lot of stuff at the moment coming on about some from personal trainers going, just bloody go and run fast. Yeah. Like we do all the weights and we do the other stuff, just run fast. Yeah. Our body is meant to run fast mm. to catch things or escape things. Yeah. And it's like I've been sprinting on the common and literally I'll get people who will stop and go, he's either like, robbing someone or do you know what i mean it is strange to see a grown man <laughs> just running fast it's, <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean and so i think it's that's why i think i get such a buzz from sprinting is that because someone after i'd had the operation and i've decided like i told you i haven't gone to the track i've withdrawn from all the groups i'm not setting expectations despite what you said at the beginning i might but i'm not gonna promote that, it that's what, yeah yeah however yet yeah, somebody said to me well, you don't have to enter all the competitions. Just do it because you enjoy it. Mm. And to a degree, that is okay. I do enjoy running fast. But in its purest form, sprinting can only be about the fastest route between A and B. There's no tactics. There's nothing other than the time. Mm. You, know, you can go for a 5K how you, run. Yeah, how you do that. Yeah. That's what you're working on, the yeah. science and the mechanics of it. But at uh, the end of the yeah. day, it can't be, it isn't just a pleasurable experience I'm going for a sprint. A sprint is getting to that line <laughs> yeah. as quickly as possible, which I think maybe appeals to me because, like I've said before, that's it's one of the few places where I lose, lose all my demons mm -hmm. because if you start thinking about other shit, you fall over. You just mm -hmm. have to run as fast as yeah. you can. Yeah. Um, so it is quite a pure thing. So, yeah. So. It's like the idea of people can run and go, you're right, you're right. <laughs> You're it is away funny from though. Something. It is, yeah. My life. Is. Well, when you see people running, <laughs> yeah. Next time you see someone running fast and day yeah, it's to day suspicious, life, isn't it? It's it's suspicious. if they're sprinting. Yeah. Shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we? Shall we? You've got a little bit of mailbag for me, haven't you, or something to do with my mother? Yeah, I don't quite know how I'm gonna. No, I don't know. She sent me a text going, "Oh, some gold content from your mum," and I'm like, "What?" Has my mother been sending you private correspondence? She hasn't. What what made me, for that. what made me smile was that you know when you go on Insta and your little heart has a little red um That someone's liked your post. Yeah. So is that what you mean? This week, I won't say her surname, but Hillary liked your photo. And the first photo is some kettlebells covered in ice, which is quite a, a good photograph. Which photo is this? Has she been going through your old posts? She then likes me doing press ups on Kefalonia in the sunlight. Who doesn't mark? <laughs> Looking smoking hot. What? <laughs> then she likes a video of me doing the same stuff, but in different positions. She then likes pull-ups <laughs> at my home gym. She then likes wide-angle pull-ups <laughs> at my right. other gym. She then likes me doing press-ups. But finally, it's this bit. because Was this, that, a, was this a burst of likage? Was it? That was the last one she liked. <laughs> I like... What, I, how many filters you... So it's a rippling torso, right? How many filters you got on that? That looks a, like a 16-year-old's body, Mark. <laughs> is that yours, legit? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I was training with Lewis and <laughs> Dean. Right. Dean took the photo. You're smoothed out. Collagen. <laughs> it has got a filter. Dean's big on filters. It just made me laugh that the final picture that your mum liked is me, black and white, topless, yeah, top off. looking well, like an Athena poster. I mean, she's not made a word, Mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> you had some more mailbag no um okay oh one thing i did want to say was uh, for all those observant listeners out there which i think all of them all of all of you are yeah in the podcast before last i was referring to the wabi sabi book mm -hmm. and i said I, I read a little extract to the end mm -hmm. and i said i was going to come back to it because it's a bit on resilience mm -hmm. we haven't kind of it haven't felt like the right place to put it in okay so i think we'll um i'm going to read this next i haven't actually read it i only read bits right. of it as I flick through it, some of the headings are just like right up our street. And I know we, you know, the whole thing about Wabi Sabi is built into our, into our positioning, but mm. there's things about being open to change, setting your own pace, excellence over perfection, walk your own path, generosity of spirit, looking for the good, going easy on those we love, overwhelming the fear of creative failure, accepting the hard stuff, mm. seeing the beauty in imperfection. There's those of stuff. And I think it's going to be, um, it doesn't look very long, but it looks like some absolute gold in here. But I do want to revisit something next week. So maybe we, okay. yeah, no, that'd be we good. can weave it in. Um, just a couple of quick ones that I wanted to share. One is, did you watch that video I sent to you? That 21 minute video? I haven't watched the 21, 21 minutes. 
That's one and a bit units, Got Mark. 21 minutes to go. <laughs> Who was that? Um, that London band that ended up shooting everyone. Shooting everyone? 21. Yeah. Oh, so solid crew. So solid crew, yeah. yeah. Oh, they got up to all sorts. No, it's 21. Yeah, 21 minutes was too long. Mm. Um, uh, no, I haven't, because it's 21 minutes, Mark. Mm. I have to put that in my 68 uh, yes. app. I would. I, I, <laughs> I think it's... Maybe if you could watch that before next pod and we could maybe have that as discussion. Mm. Okay. Two very, very quick things. Is it worth sharing for our listeners? Before I think I'd rather it. you like to listen to it. Okay. Because I think it. you might go, Mark, you're just... <laughs> Off your head, mate. <laughs> You're a nutter. Um, okay. Yeah, two very quick things. One was I learned today that Cornwall has had has vaccinated more people than the total of 22 African countries combinated. Wow. And that South Africa oh. has only vaccinated about 2% of its whole, whole population. And I was thinking it's really interesting with the G7 summit mm. that I don't know how many months ago we went, well, if it is a pandemic... It's only going to end when the whole world, hence the word pandemic. We're now talking about vaccinating five-year-olds. And there's, oh, anyway, so Cornwall's had more vaccinated people. Um, the second thing I want to say about COVID is that in Canada and Switzerland, 12-year-olds um, can request the vaccine or the state can give the vaccine without parental consent. That's my bloody head in. Is that, have they not gone back on that yet? No, and Switzerland have introduced it now. So basically, if it rocks sense. up at school and the 12-year-old wants it. Tell you what, that, that, I don't think that could happen here. So I know a couple of people mm. who wouldn't let that happen. They'd, mm. rather, they'd set fire to something rather than let that yeah. happen. Yeah. I know that for absolute fact. Um, and the third one was just... Um, oh, you only said there was two. Mm, I lied. The, there's four. Uh, <laughs> the third one was, this is the situation with the Euros. They're allowing, I think, 10,000 fans in Wembley. For oh, the yes, first but that, you have to prove you've been vaccinated. So you have to prove you've been vaccinated mm -hmm. twice. Right. Or okay. have a negative test. Right. If you've been vaccinated twice, yes. you can still transmit COVID. Yes. And you can still catch COVID. Correct. So what they're saying is, we're going to have 10,000 people. Mm -hmm. Some of them will have had a test and we know they haven't got COVID. Some of them will be in there and will have COVID. Yes. And they're the ones that have been vaccinated been twice. And not tested. Hence, why <laughs> would you have the jab? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It does not make scientific sense. No. If you said you've had the two jabs and you cannot transmit or catch it, mm -hmm. fine. But it isn't 100%. The efficacy isn't 100%. So just give everyone a test. Yeah. That's... I know. And the fourth thing is, I just need to flag this up, Rockefeller Foundation. Just mm -hmm. discovered something about the Rockefeller Foundation today that bit mind-blowing. Right. Um, is this a cliffhanger? It's a or cliffhanger. You're going to not tell everyone? It was just basically something they... I mean, they could go look at it themselves. They, I mean, they published a, a report. I'll, I'll, I haven't read the whole thing. I need to read it before I... But a bit of clickbait. <laughs> it was something along the lines of, Imagine if there was a pandemic and this, this, and this happened, and then this, this, and this happened, and then we socially distanced and wore masks, and then a vaccine so was... basically all the things that have happened. Yeah, but right. it's like, why has this never come up? And now so it was, was brought up. It was... I haven't got the exact date. Um, I've got the details. I just haven't listened to it. I've listened to somebody speaking to the Dutch government this week going, do you guys know about this? Mm. And the fifth thing of the two I want well, to no, speak... What, what? Fifth? Is the Stanley Johnson thing. Yeah, you sent me that earlier. It was what a fucking prick. <laughs> Seriously. Are we going to end on that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Why isn't that being shown? Well, because, basically. Because it's the Prime Minister's dad. That's why it hasn't been shown. Basically said he'd, he'd like a lot of the human race eradicated because yeah, he's, he's an environmentalist. An environmentalist yeah. Fuck off. Mm. Prick. Those oils are good. <laughs> Bliss. It's totally chilled you out, hasn't it? I mean, you're like a different person. It's a lovely smell. I'm happy with yeah, this. Yeah, no, it is. It's um, emanating. Mm, right, I'm done. <laughs> Those <laughs> are my go, two things. Thank God for that. That's it for this episode. Well done for getting this far, and thanks for listening. So you didn't moan about my start. This You said you wanted to rip it up and start again. I presume I did change it a little bit. I've got no right to criticise. Well, that T-shirt maybe, but... <laughs> The middle one, the middle one looks like he's got a Pringle jumper on. Is that meant he to has. be it? Yeah. Is that it's something like he, that happens in the film? Am I meant to know this? No. It's a start. I've got a start. Oh, sick thing. Jesus Christ. Sick thing. Have another sniff, please. The guy, I can't tell you the exact um, competition. 
in a golf competition. Did I tell you that? think a bit of common sense right are you done now yeah have a deep have a nice big long sniff um <laughs> we're never getting this oh should we just should we just finish everyone knows yeah. the ends and the emails don't they if you we go just, on i'll come up with a seven no thing, no I'm, so. that's what i'm worried about uh give us all the reviews and all the love yeah uh, we'll see you next week bye yeah, bye